welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your host, Imran and Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or the Patreon, the link is in the description down below. Fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's free to join. Now, let's get into some crypto talk, which today we got a list of things we're going to talk about. We are going to dive into some news topics. We're going to cover the general market. And then we're going to bring a couple projects to your attention that we feel is extremely necessary based off of some of the news that we're going to cover today. So, Imran, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, Mikey. I'm good. Um, I just well, want to say Welcome back, something. by the way. Welcome back, oh, by the thank way. Thank you, Mikey. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be back, mate. I'm, I'm excited. But look, something that I want to say at the beginning, usually I say that when we wrap up all the podcasts, right? I keep saying this to everyone, not your keys, not your crypto, right? Get your crypto off the exchanges. Now, the people, okay, that have lost you know, money on Solana, lost its tokens, the ones who had heart, you know, who had their coins on a hard wallet didn't lose their crypto. Well, now here's, I, I, here's the crappy part, right? I got screwed. I know and, you did. And my tokens are on MetaMask. Yeah, so, but that was through the bridge, so, right? Correct. So I have my keys. I should have my crypto. However, my tokens are gone. Well, they're not. No, they're gone. The liquidity of my projects are gone. It's at zero. Cool. So what has Charlie 3, obviously, you know, Charlie 3 were one of the ones, you know, that were affected by this Nomad hack, right? This mm -hmm. hack. What, you're obviously being in touch with Charlie 3, okay? You, you're, you and others in our network have been affected, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what have they told you? Have they given you any clear guidance what to do? I mean, you, where do we stand? They, they, put out a, they put out an article on their Twitter. So if you guys go to Charlie 3, their Twitter, they, they listed basically an entire... Uh, basically wrote out what happened, what's the next steps, and how you're going to be compensated moving forward, right? So basically, the ERC-20 token that uh, Charlie3 is on, that's the one that got hacked. So there's two different ones. It, it, one is on the CNT, and one is an ERC-20 token. The ERC-20 token is the one that got screwed, right? And that's the one that I have on MetaMask, and some other people in our community also have that on MetaMask. And... Basically, if, if you bought in early, they're going to take a snapshot of it and they're eventually going to figure out a way for you to be able to, here's the, here's the weird part. They're going to figure out a way for you to bridge your tokens yeah, <laughs> over yeah. to the other network, which, you know, we know how bridges are right now, right? We're about to get into that topic here soon. But uh, yeah, so as long as you don't, didn't sell it and you don't buy anything, I, I would not buy anything right now. Uh, as far as the ERC twenty token for Charlie three is concerned, the C and T yeah yes the C and T token is fine. It's it's the ERC twenty one that just got absolutely murdered. You know, I was sitting there looking at it last night without knowing that, like, oh man, that's a good price. I should buy. And so then I was like, maybe I should just wait <laughs> and see what happens. So I'm glad I didn't put any money in because my money would have been gone. Yeah, just just be patient, wait and see what happens here. You know, um, yeah, and yeah, so and this is a very very important episode, right? You know that we're recording for you guys. It's actually really you know, important. But there's one thing I want to say before we move on, right? It's really important. None of our team, none of Cheeky Crypto, none of us will ever contact you offering trading services. Okay, it's really, ever. really important. Ever. We don't do it. Yeah. We don't have any secret trading groups. You know, we don't trade for you. 
or ask you to send us any crypto. Remember that, okay? I can barely trade for myself, let alone <laughs> want to trade for anybody else. Well, there you go, right? If you want to lose money trading, go to Mikey. If you want gems, ask no. Mikey and make money, right? But look, if you, you know, if you want to trade, you join our Discord, right? You come into a traders group, right? All the action takes place there, right? You know, if someone contacts you offering you services or asking you to send, you know, or deposit crypto or fiat, it's a scam, right? There's lots of scammers impersonating us on social platforms, you know, all platforms. So, you know, don't get scammed. Now, Mikey, my friend, where are we going with this now? Let's go. Well, I would like, I would like to touch base on what you just said. Just to, just to clarify, the trading section that we have on our Discord, it is uh, trading ideas, right? So Nick, uh, sometimes Joey, sometimes Festoon will put out an idea that they've seen in the market that has potential, right? It's still not financial advice. It is still on you to make that decision. We are not financial advisors at all. So it is a great, it is great though, that people have taken the trades and have made significant amount of money on it. So it's a great tier. It launched like three or four months ago and it's been, it's been great ever since. But so Imran, yeah, what I wanted to get into first was let's, let's talk about the overall market. The stocks did amazing today, flying like Dow finished up plus 400, NASDAQ finished up plus 300. Markets looked really green. And you know, what was interesting is normally when the market's pumped like that, Bitcoin has a little bit of pump and it really did not move, yeah. which was kind of interesting to me because normally, you know, Bitcoin's kind of been down. Honestly, Bitcoin's just doing this, it's just trading within this little pattern. And I, I, I expected a move from Bitcoin and it just didn't happen today. Um, but the stocks, on the other hand, I mean, they're, they were pumping today. Yeah, um, I mean, there's been a time to scalp, but apart from that, it's not doing much. Well, at, so after the closing bell, CNBC has a closing bell. And then they have um, another show after that. And I was listening to it and they bring on kind of technical guys that are from hedge funds and things like that. And the, the uh, host was really trying hard to get these technical guys to say that we're out of the bear market. And all three of the guys that were on there were like, we're not there yet. We're just <laughs> not, they said, we're not, we're not seeing it yet. We're just not seeing it. Something's not adding up. You know, the, these bounces like this, you know, they're great for the market. That's awesome. But they're all bounces based off of news, right? Like earnings were great, yada, yada, yada. So I still think personally that there's still a lot of downside. I think it's going to take maybe till the end of September, maybe to reach the bottom. Who knows? But I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up. I saw this today. The FTX CEO says uh, Bitcoin to 35K by the end of the year. Wow. What's your, what, what, what do you think? You think it's possible? Well, it better be. <laughs> um, oh, it's very possible. Okay, when Bitcoin gets going, Bitcoin goes, right? Yeah. yeah so I massive... mean, by end of year, by end of year, I could see it starting to make that turn, right? I think it's going to happen before the midterms. I think you know, mid to end of September, possibly. You know, maybe early October. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Things happen well, look, fast yeah, with Bitcoin. I mean, yeah, the faster it dumps, though, the better, because then we can get back in the market, and then we could start talking about bullish shit. Oh, yeah. Bullish shit would be what happened with VeChain today, partnering with Amazon Big news. Uh, with uh, their carbon side because VeChain has a sector that they I, I don't have anything pulled up. This is just straight off the top of my head. They, they deal with carbon emissions and things like that. But so VeChain is continuing to partner with some really big names. The UFC, they just partnered again. So they're partnered with Amazon Warehouse, but now they just partnered with another portion of Amazon. And it is just is big news for, for VeChain. And VeChain's not a sexy project, but it's a project that everybody needs. It's yep. like, you got to have it, right? It's kind of like Chainlink. You've got to have an Oracle, right? You've got to have things like data-driven stuff. But VeChain had a great pump today. 
I'm bullish as hell on VeChain. I love that project. That I'm, I'm I love when it pumps. Unfortunately, I don't hold any right now, so I didn't get to you know enjoy the pump. But it was good to see you know that they're continuing to build their project and partner with some of the some of the biggest names in the world, right? UFC and Amazon are huge, huge companies to be partnered with, and you know I'm I will always be bullish on VeChain. But um, so yeah, let's let's talk about uh, give me one second. Let's let's just do a quick look at the market. Uh, time recording market still, it's a little bit higher than normal, 1 trillion, uh, 80 billion. So it's had a, some decent volume come in. Bitcoin at time recording, 23.3. Uh, it's up 1% on 24 hours. Uh, nothing, nothing really major, no big giant movers. Uh, Binance up 6%. Polkadot up 5%. You know, so there, there's some movers. Uniswap up 9%. Um, so overall, green day for the market. It's good to see. Um, I don't, I think it'll be short-lived might be another week or so. And then I think, you know, maybe we'll see a change CPI numbers come out next week. So that's going to be really important. Very important day. Uh, Wednesday, I believe it's yeah. August 10th, uh, CPI numbers will be out eight 30 in the morning. So that, that'll be next week. Um, but other than that, that's all I got for as far as the market recap goes. Um, let's get into a couple of news topics. I know you and I wanted to cover, uh, what happened yesterday with Solana. Uh, and basically Solana's come out and said that the hack basically had to do with slope finance. Um, I had an article pulled up. Um, did you have, did you have an article or anything you want to talk about as far as that? I had one. Article. Yeah. Yeah. So, so look, yeah, go ahead. Um, it's been reported so far. Okay. 2020 alone has been $200 billion billion with a B have been hacked alone. Right. So far. Okay. You had the 200 hack, billion, $200 billion? $200 billion alone so far, right? We're only in August. Yeah. We've still got four months to go, right? Now, you remember, do you remember the wormhole hack, $320 million? You had um, the Poly um, Network. I think that was about $600 million. The Horizon Bridge uh, for Harmony was $100 million. Uh, Ronin Bridge attack was $165. And then you, now, right, you got you know, the Nomad, two, um, you know, nearly $200 million there. I mean, when's it going to stop, right? Now you've got Solana right? When is this going to stop? You know, it's just crazy, right? And you know, Solana reported that nearly 8,000 wallets, right, had hit, um, you know, were hit and estimated that I think 5 million um, in assets had been taken. It right? might have been, it might have been more than that. Because yesterday, I did cover Solana on my podcast in it. At the time of recording yesterday, it was 5 million. I want to say it got higher than that. Yeah, it, it was a possibility has, that it got close yeah. to nine to 10 million. I'm not, I don't know the top of my head. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, the scariest thing is there's no firm consensus on the source of the exploit, right? And sure. how it might get stopped. And that's the scariest thing, right? So, you know, you know while it's not yet confirmed, right? You know, what may be responsible for the exploit, right? Solana's lab um, co founder, right? Um, uh, Yoko, uh, Yoko Venko, I think that's how you pronounce it. So on Twitter, that the incident is likely to, uh, you know, a supply chain attack on wallets using Apple iOS operating system, right? So supply chain attacks happen, right? When a hacker enters and modifies software uh, by injecting their malicious code in the system. That's how it works, right? That's how they actually hack into you. That the code inserts you know, can be you know, employed to deliver a malicious um, payload or backdoor malware, right? It's quite complicated, but once they're in, they're in, right? That I've been reading that, you know, in Solana's case, right, it's possible that a hacker attacked its iOS wallet libraries to extract private keys, right, based on the team's analysis, right? Now, Yakovenko came to you know, his conclusion based on the fact that you know, the exploited wallets didn't have prior interactions with dApps, right? So that's really important. 
and had remained inactive you know, for some time, these dApps, right? Now, this indicated to him that the hackers may have extracted private keys from Solana's hot wallets, right? Not yeah. with the usual yeah, yeah, yeah. phishing attacks, not with the, you know, the, the usual style, okay, right. of malicious links. Now, gaining, you know, this is where it gets, you know, bit more crazy right gaining access to the private keys means that hackers had the ability to transfer out hot wallets including phantom and slope wallets right so yeah it gets more and more complicated and then you go on to now mikey right this it gets worse right the nomad token bridge hack right now this is a third you know i think it was the third or the fourth, fourth largest crypto hack in history right that's 200 million gone there as well right now these hackers they're getting ruthless right that this, these hackers could actually bring in you know, a black swan event in the end. You just don't know. Imagine getting to an exchange. You just don't know, right? Well, yeah, that's what happened with Charlie 3. Charlie 3 was on yeah. the Nomad hack. But that was 100... a bridge, right? The bridges right. are slightly easier to hack. But, you know, once you get into an exchange or something, you drain them out. That could well, be you know, the black swan event everyone might be waiting for if they're not careful. So I want to go back to Solana because I'm reading a tweet right here on, from Solana status. It says, there's no evidence hardware wallets have been impacted. And users are strongly encouraged to use hardware wallets. Well, there you go. That's what we keep shouting and screaming to people who are mad. Do not reuse your seed, seed phrase on a hardware wallet. Create a new seed phrase. So let me repeat that one more time for anybody that's listening in and maybe they need to hear this. There's no evidence hardware wallets have been impacted and users are strongly encouraged to use hardware wallets. Do not reuse your seed phrase on a hardware wallet. Create a new seed phrase. Wallets drained should be treated as compromised and abandoned. Wow. So do some more research. If, you're, if you guys ended up getting hacked or you lost some stuff, be careful, right? Make sure you, you know the source that you're going to to get the information to, for what you need to do next, basically. But tapping into, tapping into, hold on, I have one more news article and it's, it's kind of an interesting one. Before we move on, because I do want to bridge from the Nomad hack into what we're going to talk about yeah. later, right? So I'll come back to it, but I did want to cover one quick thing. Kim Kardashian uh, is in the news. Now, this could have been weeks ago. I don't see a date on it, but basically Kim Kardashian uh, somehow is involved with Ethereum Max, which I had to do some digging and try to find what the hell Ethereum Max was, but it is a cryptocurrency. I found it, but basically there's a lawsuit against Kim Kardashian and basically... Uh, she is calling on the court in California to dismiss a lawsuit that's been brought by Emacs investors. It's been alleged that Kim Kardashian's promotion of Ethereum Max was part of a scheme to artificially increase the token's price, but her lawyer said, crucially, no name plaintiff alleges that they in fact viewed either Instagram posts before purchasing tokens during the relevant time period. Basically, Kim K is saying, I didn't sell any of your stuff. I didn't buy any of your stuff. I wasn't part of any of it. So she wants it dismissed, but I thought it was interesting. Some of the, some of the names that are starting to get brought into this crypto space. And I don't know. It's Kim Kardashian. She's yeah, it's big. She's a good looking young lady. Yeah. Well, she's uh, uh, last on red. She was um, practicing to become a lawyer. Right. So why didn't she fight yeah. her own case? So ask her dad. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Well, I think her, her dad actually, her, her real dad's actually not alive. I don't think. But we won't get into that. Anyways, we'll get into that, right? Yeah, back to what this main, the main topic of. The main topic we want to cover today, obviously, has to do with securities uh, and tokens on the secure, like security tokens. There we go. I can get my, my words out. So we're going to cover three projects today. Now, these are three projects that Chris has done research on, Chris has looked into. 
Uh, I actually got with Chris first before we, we were going to do this podcast. I wanted to make sure that he verified that he liked those projects. So Imran did a little bit of research on them. I'm going to kind of talk through, I'm just going to kind of name them. I'm going to give you guys what their all-time highs are, how far they are from their you know all-time high. And then Imran's going to kind of give you like a dive down into some of these projects to the best of his ability. You know, neither one of us are big technical guys, but uh, so anyways, first project we're going to talk about and Imran, this ties back into the Nomad hack. The first project is called Quant Stamp. Okay. Now that starts with the letter Q. So Quant Stamp. Uh, it is Web3 security. The all time high for Quant Stamp is 86 cents. Uh, and at time of recording, it is down 96% from its all time high. So this is a project, Imran, that's not talked about. It's not covered. Um, I'm going to, I just need to pull it up real quick so I can give price at time of recording. Price at time of recording is two cents. Okay, all-time high, 86 cents. So holy moly, right? But anyways, can you tell us a little bit about QuantStamp, Imran? Well, look, QuantStamp, okay, they're the ones who carried out the audit on Nomad, right? The highlighted issue they're having now, right? The hack, right? It's massive. So we didn't really cover Nomad. We, you know, let, let me just refer back to it quickly, right? Because, look, Nomad, right? Obviously, the 200 million worth of crypto assets, right? Drained from their platform, right? Now the hack, the method behind it is that, that's what's gained the widespread you know, attention here, right? The exploit took place right due to smart contract vulnerability that saw hundreds of users, other than the hacker, getting involved and taking away as much as they could by simply copying and pasting the transaction data used by Stop the it. initial hacker, right? And changing their wallet address to theirs. Why does that sound so easy? It, well, that, that's exactly what it is, right? Now, obviously, you know, they're deeming this as you know, decentralized robbery by many and you know, the usual nonsense, right? Again, you know, we spoke about you, you know, being affected by, you know, um, Charlie Free's hack because you're involved in there. There's, you know, then you've got to look at the situation here, is, right? That Nomad, you know, they, they've reported, you know, reportedly ignored security vulnerability, right? Yeah, you know, this, this, this was highlighted as a security audit, um, you know, in the report done by QuantStamp a few weeks you know, ago in June. Right, Nomad just you know said that you know they effectively it was it was effectively impossible to find the issue. Right now, the auditors believe that the Nomad team um, had misunderstood the issue at the time, and now the same vulnerability was the reason why you know they've lost two hundred million dollars. It's crazy, right? So the same issue that they audited and said was wrong. Nomad did not go back and fix it. They didn't fix it. No. Oh. Well, clearly they didn't, right? So, you know, now obviously, you know, some of these ethical hackers or whatever you want to call them, white hat hackers, they've, you know, refunded $9 million, you know, they've actually got $9 million back, okay? And they've, you know, on Etherscan, you can check it out. They put it into a wallet address and so on, but it's only $9 million, right? They've still got, like, you know, nearly you know, another $190 million to go, right? Yeah. So when I, when I go onto uh, QuantStamp's website, you know what's fascinating to me is, you go down and scroll down a little bit halfway and you see over 200 billion plus dollars secured by QuantStamp. 200 billion secured by them. Uh, leading Web3 projects that work with, that work with QuantStamp, Ethereum 2.0, uh, Beeple, Curve, Maker, Solana, Topshot, Compound, and OpenSea. So yeah. these are all the projects. These are the projects that are working with QuantStamp. So it's, Emran, it's fascinating to me that we don't hear about the QuantStamp. I don't hear about it at all. In fact, now that I'm reading who they're with and what they're doing, 
I mean, look, I was going to get involved with one of these projects that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But some of these names that was just mentioned and the fact that they have $200 billion secured is it's incredible. I don't think a lot of people look at this sector. I'm glad we're talking about it. What, else, what, what else you got on QuantStamp? Well, look, you forgot another one that, you know, again, Oracle, Chainlink, right? People don't even mention that no more, right? But again, they, they, you know, they look after their systems and eToro, choose QuantStamp to secure their blockchain applications, right? They're, they're massive, right? QuantStamp, I'm, I'm probably going to be buying into it. Um, they're up 4.3% today, um, just over two cent. I think it's a steal. I think it's a real steal. Oh, this is incredible. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait. Notable. Okay. Let me read these for you. Holy crap. Notable satisfied customers. Visa, Cardano, Binance, Near Protocol, Polygon, Axie Infinity, Hedera Hashgraph, Crypto.com, Mitsubishi, Toyota, NFT.com, OpenSea, Sandbox. You guys, holy mother of God. I Big did not names. see all this. That's right. What a huge project. How is it? How the hell is it the price that it's at? Bro, it is ranked 631. It's two cent. What's its all time high? I just said it earlier. 80 some cent. Oh, yep. I'm, getting, I'm getting involved with this project, bro. <laughs> hell yeah. Bye with key. all these hacks that are going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, if I was young enough or I had the time um, and didn't have as many commitments, I'll be learning um, how to do all this sort of stuff and work for one of these companies, mate. I think That's it's, it's a fascinating it's project. Big. The names that I just mentioned off, I mean, it is the biggest of biggest in the crypto space and in payment systems. So, wow. Well, you still got two more, right? You still got two more to look yeah, at, Yeah, right? I was not expecting, I, I didn't do any research on these. I just looked up prices. So I, I was like, I wanted to be, I wanted to hear and be shocked. I want to give the people a little shock value. <laughs> Holy shit, that's an incredible project, man. Okay, yeah. give me the well, next look, the, one. The next one, the second gem is lossless. Oh, I've heard of that. Now I've heard right. of lossless. Lossless protocol. Um, basically, implement an additional layer of blockchain transaction uh, security for the ERC um, twenty tokens. Right now, uh, mitigation the financial impact of smart contract exploits and private key theft. Now, the thing that I like about these guys is that they have an automated real time freezing of suspicion transactions, and oh, that's only cool. and only my keys if they prevent any financial loss. That's sick. Can you say that one more time? One more time. I love the fact that they have an automated real-time freezing of suspicious um, tr transactions and only charge fees, right? Only charge fees if they prevent any financial loss. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. So look, lossless all-time high, $2.72. It's currently down 91% from its all-time high. Price of today... You know, it's sitting around 22 cent. It's up 5% on the day. Um, you know, it's, it is ranked 719th. So, so quant, quant stamps ranked a little bit higher than lossless. I do like everything about what you just said, though, um, which is why I had you repeat it, because I want to make sure I heard it correctly. I thought um, it was bad. <laughs> well, it was that, too. So um, that's kind of <laughs> why I did it. So, but I wasn't going to say that. Is, is there anything, what else about Lossless? Any, any big names that they're partnered with? Yeah, like if I go to their website, let me go to the website real quick. Yeah, so website, restoring trust in Web3 security. Uh, total value protected, 16,721,000. So a little bit smaller, um, a little bit smaller, but some of the chains they support, Ethereum, 
Uh, it looks like Polygon, Harmony. Um, yeah, it looks, man, it looks cool. I like what you said, though, um, about the automated real-time freezing of suspicious transactions. It's crazy. I think that, that, that would be huge, especially with what, what just happened, right? As soon as you feel that these transactions are not accurate. Bang, maybe, freeze them. Yeah, maybe that Nomad thing wouldn't have been 200 million. Maybe it would have been 5 million, right? Yeah. And then they would have been able to figure it out faster. Maybe the Solana, maybe Solana situation would have never happened. Exactly. So, you know, that's why we're bringing these up. These are projects that the space is going to start utilizing these projects and they're going to get talked about more. So we're trying to bring this to your attention now so that you're kind of, so this is in your brain, right? We see how many hacks are happening. Eventually, they're going to ha have to get involved with, with this. And governments could potentially use some of this stuff to protect it, especially if they come out with CBDCs and all that stuff. Never know. Never know. What's the last one? What's the last one? The last one. Um, this one, actually, um, I remember Chris calling this out a good few months ago, and they went on a rampage. Yeah, Polyswarm, right? Ticket NCT. Right mm. now, Polyswarm is a crowdsourced threat intelligence marketplace um, that provides a more effective way to detect, analyze, and respond to latest threats. Now, the ones more likely to go undetected by existing solutions, uh, right? And their launch pad for new technologies, innov innovative threat detection methods. That's what it says on their website. Where commercial solutions and specialized engines compete, detect threats, and get compensated based on performance. Yeah, it's cool, man. I'm on their website right now. And they actually, they have at the very top, they have basically a video of how it works. Um, and, and how you can secure um, your stuff, man. This is, this is good stuff. I have not looked at this before. I'm going through it right now. Just kind of take a peek at their website. Um, yeah, very interesting. I, I think, obviously, this stuff is way over my head, and I would have to really do a lot of digging to fully understand what it does, the, you know, the inner workings of what it does. But these projects are needed. Polyswarm, to me, I, I do... I'm now back and forth. I, I kind of want to get involved with Quantstamp instead of Polyswarm. Why don't you just gonna... spread it across all three of them? You never know which one's going to you know, be more sexier later, right? Yeah, Polyswarm, I just like the name. But now that I'm hearing more about it, uh, you know, guys, look, back in the day, I used to invest just based off like a name. That's how, <laughs> that's how stupid and degenerate I used <laughs> to be. That's right? crazy. Like, like, that's how it used to be. Um, that's what we were talking about on you know last night's uh, you know or the night before we were talking about it okay where you need yeah. to do research you, you yeah. need to do research right oh yeah and, and i lost a good you know a lot of money because i didn't do any research and i didn't listen to people um but yeah these three projects guys look these these three projects are phenomenal please go do your research on them you can look them up on coin market cap they got the white papers on there they got the websites on there uh, Polyswarm, we did not give any pricing for. Uh, Polyswarm time recording sitting at one, one, like just over one and a half cent. Um, All-time high for Polyswarm is 17 cent. So it is down 89% from its all-time high. So some of these projects, if, as long as they survive the bear market, I mean, Quantstamp, yeah. Quantstamp's down 96% from its all-time high. That's, a, that's, like, that's a steal. I would, I would buy right now. Like, I don't. Bear market even, prices, mate. Bear yeah, market I, don't, prices. I mean, how much lower can it go before it just yeah. disappears? And with yeah. the people that they, they are, the people that they are working with, I don't see a project like that just disappearing, right? Like they have so many huge projects they're a part of. I am so bullish right now on Quantstamp. This is crazy. I think it's the names that it's involved with. Like I had no idea. 
Now, Poly's, they all three do something different, but they're all three in the Web3 security space. So to help prevent this stuff from happening. Um, so I think all three are amazing projects. They all three do something different. Um, I'm going to definitely do some more digging into Polyswarm, Lossless, and Quantstamp uh, to see which one resonates the most with me. Um, but uh, Imran, what, I mean, obviously, Chris has talked about portfolios and getting involved with all the sectors, right? So inside of this sector, between, those, between the three of those, what, what, what is your thoughts after doing a little bit of research? Which one resonates the most with you? Just out of curiosity. Um, quantum stamp. Um, I'm feeling it a little bit more. Um, just, you know, I think they've got, there's more adoption coming from everywhere. They're going to become, you know, I think they're going to be needed even more. I think I will probably put 40% of my budget into quantum stamp, uh, 14 to poly swarm and 20 into lossless. That's what, how I would play it. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with any of the three. I think just whatever resonates, resonates with you guys. Now, as far as being able to predict a price, I don't think we can do that right now. Um, I don't know enough about them. Um, Nick really hasn't done much TA on these projects, but definitely going to start doing some TA on these. There's definitely also some other um, security projects that didn't make our list today that um, are a couple that... Let me, let me, let me see if I could pull up... Uh, there's a couple, we'll say, honorable mentions. How about we call it that? That, that didn't bring up. So uh, DSLA protocol. Now, Chris told me it's a very risky project, but it has a great team. Uh, and then the HAPI protocol, H-A-P-I protocol, um, it are the other two that didn't make this list that I didn't really feel. I was kind of like, eh, let's not. I don't really feel like getting into those. Uh, so those are two others you guys can look it into. Um, Definitely wanted to do a security one because that's all we've been talking about for two weeks is bridges being hacked and money being lost all over the place. Charlie 3 is the first time I've lost money to something like this. And I will tell you, it's a gutted feeling when you wake up and you look at your, you, know, you go to look at your MetaMask and you see that you have these tokens, but it's $0, right? It's not worth anything. So, um, and I didn't really do anything wrong. Just like Imran with Celsius. He didn't even do anything, right? Yep. It just happened um and unfortunately that's just where we are in the space right now we're still very early early to this web3 space and you know shit like this is going to happen and that's why it's risky and that's why we should never invest more than we can afford to lose um based off these things right like i put the money into charlie three i could afford to lose that money just in case something like this did happen so luckily Rich, we're, we're gonna um have an argument <laughs> We're not going to discuss it because I, I would never, ever put my money in, into any investment, right? Mikey, I only if you can see Mikey's face go back in his chair and waiting for me to speak right now. It's hilarious. Let's have an me. argument. I'm ready. What's, what you got? <laughs> We're not even going to debate with Come any on. money I invest. I need money I invest. I don't invest because I can afford to lose it. I'm investing to make money, not to lose it, right? Now, that, that, that really annoys when people do say it because you said this to me last time, right? I can only put money in that you can afford to lose. Now I'm not putting in because I'm, yeah, I can afford to lose it. I want to make money from the money I'm investing. Sure, it makes sense. But what? Okay, say you have $2 million to your name. You have a project that you want to get involved with. Are you putting $2 million into that project? No, you're not. You're putting well, 1.8 million into the project. Well, if it's Bitcoin, I'll put all of it into it. No, that's that. Do you see where I'm coming from, right? I'd buy Ethan. I'll put 
you know, buy Bitcoin and leave it because yeah, I've, got, I've got faith in them compared to all the others, right? I'm not putting no money into the market that I can't afford to lose. And it's just, you know, some people do say to me, okay, what do you mean by that? I'm not putting any money in that I can't afford to lose. I want my money. Hence, do your research, right? None of these um, hacks and all the rest of it, uh, you know, you, you can never predict what's going to happen, obviously, but so, you got to go on, Mikey. Well, my argument would be the nine to five worker that's putting in a hundred bucks a week, right? That needs, he could probably use that for bread and water and, you know, paying his bills and milk and, you know, shit like that. That's why I say don't invest more than you can afford to lose. Cause if you're, if you're risking your rent money or you're risking, you know, I'm talking about long-term money. That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't risk more than you can afford to lose. Like don't wipe out your, I don't, I don't, I don't ever suggest wiping out your entire savings. Now you, maybe you're the different type of investor. Come on, let's go. I'm, I'm ready to talk. Look, you know how I operate. I, I do like to we're go fit. all in. I keep but a little bit of differently, outside. right? Yeah. We, everyone operates differently. But my point is, I, 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 I don't ever invest. Any, I wouldn't even invest $1 if I'm going to think I'm going to lose it. I'll uh, be honest with you. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Like, we're both entrepreneurs. I would never, but I bet on myself. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And that's but, why you need to do your own research and stay on top correct. of points. Right, and right. any projects that you're involved in. That's my point. You shouldn't just buy a coin and leave your money in it and you know and hope for the best. It's not it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So what do you say to the brand new retail investor? Do your research. Go join a Discord. Right. Go it doesn't deep, have to go be deeper Discord. than go deeper than that. Go deeper than that. Find out who's behind the team, right? Find out tokenomics. Find out what the utility is. Find out what they do. What, are they going to be around? What was their all-time high? Where are they at the moment, right? Normally 90, 95%, if they go further than that, they might not make it, right? If Bitcoin goes below, you know, 12 or 14,000, if it hits 10,000, will they make it, right? Have they got a use case, right? Is there adoption? Are people, you know, getting more and more involved, right? What, 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 what are you doing about it? You know, you need to learn. Go onto Twitter. If you're not, just go into Google. Just, you know, put in, you know, just put in your project's name and put in, you know, Whatever comes up will come up on Google. You don't need to be on it 24 hours a day. Go to you know, their Twitter account, join up, turn on the alerts, your notifications. you got to stay engaged, right? You don't know what's happening, right? Things happen very fast in crypto. Very, very fast. Okay, look at Terra Luna. Did we ever think we we're going to be in that position, Mikey? 24 no. hours, within 24 hours, I lost $2 million. Come on, look how much these people have lost. You know, between me and my network, my investors, all of us, it was two, over $2 million. And then like a fool, I was buying more on the way down. Do you see what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. that was unexpected. But at the same time, you still need to be on top of things, right? You need to put alerts in, you know, go download TradingView, right? Put in price alerts. You see your coins moving down now 10, 20%. Do research. What's going on? Why is it dropping so fast? Now you need to be on top of these things, honestly. Well, like, I, so I think that... I th I think that's the first time somebody's ever dove deeper into do your own research. That's why I said, go deeper because there's people that are like, what does do your own research mean? Okay. Well, IK just gave y'all pretty much what do your own research means. Now, IK, let me ask you this question then. I'm a new investor. Okay. I work a nine to five. I make just enough money to get by, right? I have a family. My wife stays at home with my child. This is a hypothetical situation. I want to get involved with crypto, right? I have $5,000 in savings. I make just enough every single month to pay for groceries, bills, et cetera, but I have 5,000 in savings and I want to get involved. How much of my 5,000 do I put into the market? Right. If that's the only 5,000 you have, 
right? This is not financial advice. This is what I would do, right? What I have done, okay? Different percentages, different figures, the whole lot. I'd keep 25% in fiat, okay? I would keep 25% on the side in fiat. I'd deploy 75% of my funds, okay? Out of 50% of that 75% would be in strong projects, layer ones. Bitcoin, Ethereum, AVAX, all, all, all the stronger projects, Matic, you know, Zilliqa, Sandbox, you know, coins that have got decent structures and possibly loads could be in already, okay? So you've got to look at all these things, okay? You need to pay attention, you need to get advice, you need to go to Discord's request technical analysis, right? The rest 25% of that 75%, I would do slightly riskier plays, smaller caps, okay? Yeah. That's what I would do. And so the other 25% that's in your bank account, you leave in your bank account. I'd leave it. Just in case something goes it. wrong with the baby or say, you know, your car breaks down or, you know. You need money on the side. Anything say you can lose happen. Your, right? Say you lose your job. So that's what I was trying to get at earlier was like, that's why I say never, never. That's why I try to say never. Uh, what's, what was what, my, my mind went back. Never afford, never risk never more, than, more than you can afford yeah, to lose, right? Sorry. You always yeah. say that. Now the issue here is this, Mikey, another thing. Um, I see the, your point. I, I, I know you see my point. I, I'm just going to sit many back would, now. Many listen to this again. You know what? That bald-headed guy is talking a bit of sense, right? But the point that I'm trying to make here is this. Look, you've got to be so careful, right? But, however, what I will say is this. It's these times in bear markets that you will make your 50 to 100x in a bull market. Agreed. Right? You need to remain. You need to remain in the market. Stay engaged. Don't FOMO in. I don't believe the the you know, the bottom's in yet. I don't. I think we're going to see lower lows. The macro, you know, but, you know, the economic situation isn't good. There's all sorts going on. We had the Putin scenario. Now you got America going to Taiwan. You know, China's unhappy. All these things. You got all the you know, you got the big property scenario that you know the big issue that no one's talking about about at the moment, right? I think it was about forty percent of you know householders mortgage holders in, in three months you know arrears on their properties on their mortgages right you got mount gox right the, the whole evergrand situation is all sorts of going to play out yet right you, you, <laughs> i think everyone's just you know jumping in i think this is you know a, a, a fool's you know relief rally it's a typical bear market rally i believe and i think we're going to be you know seeing lower lows that's my opinion i could be wrong you know, you could say, oh, well, you said X, Y, Z, but I still believe it's going to happen. I think there's a lot more pain to come yet. Yeah. So the only thing I will follow up as to what you just said is when I got started as an investor in crypto, I invested too much. Uh, I, we I invested, all have my key. We I'm all saying, I invested too much out of my savings. And then I kept diving down this rabbit hole because everyone's like, you need to DCA this dip. Buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. How many dips did we buy? I know, but I'm saying as a, as a retail investor, I think you need to set some sort of limit for yourself that says, okay, this is my stopping point, right? Because I will tell you, when I first got started, I didn't know a damn thing about any of this stuff, right? And so now looking back on it, I wish I had set some sort of limit aside and just bought in for you know whatever. And then I just DCA'd my way down. Well, you don't know anything. And that's why we're here is we're trying to, Make we're trying to make sure you don't make the same mistakes that we made when we first got in. So that's why we're yeah. kind of covering a little bit. I wanted to dive into this portfolio topic and because there are a lot of new investors that are just now getting into crypto. And so we just we're just trying to protect you guys from making the same mistakes that we made, right? Because we both have lost a lot of money 
making mistakes and mistakes that he just talked about and that I've talked about that we're trying to prevent from happening to you guys. So hopefully some of this information resonated with you. We've had the question before of what the hell does do your own research mean? IK just nailed that. So I hope we could take a clip from that and put that on our shorts or put it on Twitter or something because what he just said made a whole lot of sense. So IK, I appreciate you coming like really dropping good, the ham, dropping the hammer on what the hell do your research mean? So yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. We're being there, right? We've all paid that entrance fee. Absolutely, okay? we've all yep. paid it, right? And we've all had pain, and including myself, I've invested more than I can afford to lose. Like you keep saying, I've, I, I, you know, I've done some crazy, crazy things, right? I've been in it since 2015, right? I've been, I've done the most stupidest things that you could ever imagine. I bought at the top, sold at the bottom, right? I kept entering the market and thinking I can catch the bottom. You're never going to catch the bottom of the top, right? That's why you DCA in and then you actually exit out as you know the prices are going higher. You need to have a plan. You need to write it down and stick to it. Write in a piece of paper and put it in front of your face daily. Wake up and say, have I stuck to the, you know, the core points that I've made, right? That I started this journey with, right? And if you're not, you need to speak to someone or re, you know, restructure what you're thinking. You need to replan and you, know, you need to go again. Yeah. So all great points. Great podcast. Really good podcast. I think this is honestly, it felt like one of the best ones we've done. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the research that you did on those three topics, uh, uh, sorry, three projects. Well, Quant it was Stan quick research to be fair, Mikey. It, it, it was you know, well, again, hard to research. They're very deep dive. I mean, it's they're not even that. I mean, because we're experienced enough to do quick research, right? We just done it before the podcast. I mean, we can do that because we know how, right? Because we've got the resources. We've done all the, re we know how to research, right? And to be honest, you need to do a lot more research. It takes days. It takes weeks. Go into yeah. the discords. You must, and I keep mentioning discords. You need to go in there and see all the action. You get, you get, you, you get the vibe, you know, you can feel the sentiment of people, you know, you, you, all sorts goes on, right? You can see what's going on. You can feel, you know, the public coming in general chat. Oh, I'm unhappy about this. or I'm happy about that. That's how you feel it, right? You need to go on the Twitter, find out what's going on. That's how you're going to learn. You're not going to learn otherwise. No one's going to spoon feed you. And if they do, it's probably trying to get into a project that's going to you know, probably end up rug pulling yours or, or they're trying to get you as a liquidity and All exit. Right. So if you guys have made it this far, we appreciate you. Because IK, I don't know if you know or not, but this is actually our 50th episode. Wee. Pretty cool, huh? I we're giving a lot of time and effort. So bloody like and subscribe, right? If you haven't done so already. <laughs> That's what I was getting was at. Look, love. We're sitting at 927 <laughs> subs, okay? Wow. We're almost at 1,000 subs. So if you're still here and you have not, smash that freaking subscribe button. Do us that favor. You know, we're, we're both entrepreneurs. We're working our butts off. We're trying to bring you some good content. At least just hit that subscribe button, right? And make sure you smash that like. You guys have been killing it on the likes. I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. But thank um, you. Other than that, Emran, I think I'm gonna wrap it up. I think you've given enough final words tonight. To be fair, uh, but if you'd like to leave us with any final words, what would they be? Stay strong, everyone. Stay strong. You'll make it. You'll, you'll, you'll get. You'll get through this. There's a lot of people hurting out there, including me. You'll all get through it. We will all get through this. Just don't make no silly mistakes. Yeah, ready for the bear market to be over in yeah. good time. Can't good wait, time. mate. Can't wait. And it, and it yeah. will happen. So going. anyways, thank you guys so much for listening in. Smash that like, smash that subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.